0: Welcome back to Well That's Interesting. The I can't imagine either of those things, but I'll try edition. No. (laughs) Every
1: okay, every week when you do your like opening line edition, I just think of butts. (laughs) And this week is no exception, which is hilarious.
0: I know we've been conditioned to to like think oh, it's going to be about butts but yeah. it's it's not about butts this week I know what? I know. it's not about I I know <laughs> She's shocked. Uh, today is in betweeny <laughs> today's in betweeny 071 eruption with the energy of a billion suns lol <laughs> And uh, new life found beneath Antarctica.
1: I, once again, if you just think about butts it's while like, saying either of those things, yeah. okay, it's hilarious. I see it. I see it now. Eruption
0: <laughs> beneath. Yeah, that's just butt. It's just butt it, stuff. It, it it does allude to butt stuff, but there are. This is a butt-free in-betweeny. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> it'll, 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 it's still disturbing in, 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 in many ways. Okay, as long as it's disturbing, yeah, then okay. I'm here for it. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Let's do it. <laughs> I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with just butt-crazy, the butt-crazy Marissa Riley. Oh, <laughs> I am so butt-crazy. That's me, butt-crazy
1: Marissa, here <laughs> here at your service.
0: <laughs> uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, welcome to the flock. Lol, Welcome. <laughs> Dr. Riley here, uh, comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. Uh, I really, really didn't know what we were talking about today, but
1: um, <laughs> because I am fortunate enough to see Jill every day, I did try to uh, ask her after a couple drinks what we were going to talk about true. today, hoping that she would spill. She tried. Um, she tried. She did give me a hint, uh, which she like leaned in and she was like, okay, tomorrow's episode is crazy and that's all she told me and i was like that doesn't help at all it is crazy every week jill she's like yeah tomorrow's episode is crazy and unbelievable
0: and i was like jill yep what i'm consistent with she's, my clues you, you can't break her completely not helpful that's me yeah <laughs> even after a couple tequilas and a wine yeah I know you, Nothing's coming you out of tried mixing vaults. alcohol. No, it didn't work. Nope. Didn't work. I guess you have to tell me. <laughs> yes, now. I mean, now that we're recording. We gotta get into it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's begin. Uh, you know what? We've done a lot of episodes and in-betweenies whose topics really amplify not only how bizarre our universe is, but how fleeting we are as a species. It's true. We are so small. So fleeting uh, in the grand scope of things and good news, today is no different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit's gonna be weird. And ancient, and massive, and really, really tiny at the same time. It's the story of
1: all of my emotions. It's <laughs> crazy. Just
0: like that. Just yep. Terrifying roller coaster. Um, but let's start big, and I mean truly big. And to do so, we need to head back in time to a year that's really fitting for the bonkers cosmic discovery we're about to unpack. Okay. The year of clusterfuckery, 2020. No! <laughs> I'm sorry. No! I'm sorry, but we have to. No, <laughs> so, and we're in April 2020. No, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can. I'm sorry. I, no, I'm sorry for screaming.
1: I. It's just like <laughs> such like a. Visceral reaction. A, a visceral reaction, and I can just imagine, like all of our listeners, like you know, on on their stationary bikes with their headphones in, or like at work with their headphones in, or whatever uh, mm-hmm. earbuds. Sorry, I'm so old. Just like
0: just shivering in yeah. their seats, shivering, just, wincing. Yeah, maybe peeing a little. Yeah, Pe- yeah, <laughs> small pee. Small pee. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we are in 2020, April 2020 to be exact, Woof. a month into the chaos on Earth, and it turns out space was kind of freaking out too. What? Yeah, so I'm not going to bury the lead here. Quote, a dense magnetic star violently erupted and spat out as much energy as a billion suns. That's embarrassing. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. And it happened in... In a fraction of a second. What? Scientists recently reported, end quote, from Mindy Weisberger of LiveScience.com. Oh my God. I know. I know what you're wondering. How in God's name? Is that possible? Yes. How does a star throw up? I (laughs) have no idea. Especially that much. Yeah. All great questions. And to answer it, We need to break down a few things. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Okay, so now this uh, dense magnetic star, tis no ordinary star, it's a neutron star. Oh. I know, fancy. Ah. Which means, everyone, please picture a massive, massive star, like Uh at least three times our sun, just... Try. Okay. Know, just try. I'm trying.
1: Try to try. My head is exploding. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> okay.
0: Now, neutron stars form from that beautifully sad process of when such a large star is at the end of its life. Oh. Having burned up all its energy and all that's left is a naked core. It's actually so, really relatable. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. And thanks to the weight of that core, the star collapses in on itself in a gravitational crunch. <laughs> so, wow. Again, we've all been there. So it's kind of like...
1: Is it like a big piece of paper mm-hmm. that is being scrunched together into a little ball?
0: Yeah, it's like perfect. Amazing. It's, it's a perfect analogy. Yeah. Amazing. You're welcome. Amazing yeah. you. <laughs> so um, now all of that remaining matter, every proton and electron of that huge S star, quote, is literally scrunched together, just uh-huh. like you said, leaving behind one of nature's most wondrous creations, a neutron star. Oh. Neutron stars cram roughly 1.3 to two and a half times the mass of our sun into a sphere perhaps 12 miles across. Wow. Matter is packed so tightly that a sugar cube-sized amount of material would weigh more than a billion tons, or about the same as Mount Everest, end quote, <laughs> from NASA. Go. I just, uh, wow. She took her glasses off. I just. Her hand is in her face. Uh, space stuff
1: just blows my mind. Like the numbers, yeah. all of it makes sense. The math of it all yeah. makes sense. Mm. But the idea of no. it all, mm. it does not make sense.
0: Yeah. It. <laughs> I know. I can. Some, a sugar cube that weighs a billion tons. That, that weighs <laughs> the amount of Mount Everest. <sighs> I I just. That's nature. A, has, To quote quote
1: everyone from, like, four years ago, I can't even. I can't even.
0: Do people even
1: say that anymore? That that sentence doesn't even have weight after 2020. It's just.
0: Well, bring it back. It's helpful. I can't. I can't even. I can't even. Now, that was a lot to take in, and it's only going to get weirder, actually. Great. Yeah. It's (laughs) (laughs) going to get weirder. Hold on to your human butts. Okay. (laughs) Because the neutron star we're talking about, uh, the one that farted out all that energy. Yes. <clears throat> it's also a magnetar. What? Yes. So. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a mythical creature. It does,
1: right? Yeah, it does. It's like unicorns and magnetars. <laughs> it sounds like something with horns. I'm. What What is the actual name of it? I'm going to think of it at like Ma- 2 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, a minotaur? Minotaur. minotaur. Wow. Nailed it. It's a magnetar. Minotaur. <laughs> This is like
0: a minotaur. In space. In space. There you go. Cool. Uh, Dr. Marissa, uh, please tell us what the fuck a magnetar is, okay. how this thing can be a neutron star and a magnetar. What is that? Uh, please tell us, as so wonderfully described by Mindy Weisberger of Livescience.com. I would absolutely. Is it a bull much... in space? <laughs> it's
1: probably not, but <laughs> we can hope. All right, quotes. A neutron star's gravitational pull is so intense that a passing marshmallow would hit the star's surface with a force of 1,000 hydrogen bombs. Shit. Magnetars are neutron stars with magnetic fields that are 1,000 times stronger than those of other neutron stars. And they are more powerful than any magnetic object in the universe. I'm. This is. Blo- this quote is blowing my mind. That I'm like using my hands. She's using both her hands so wildly. <laughs> She's flailing. Anyways, I am flailing. Okay, back to the quote. Our sun pales in comparison to these bright, dense stars, even when they aren't erupting. Lead author Alberto J. Castro Tirado, a research professor with the Institute for Astrophysics of Andalusia and the Spanish Research Council, said in the statement, quote, Even in an inactive state, uh, magnetars can be 100,000 times more luminous than our sun, mm-hmm. Castro Tirado said, end
0: quote. So they're it's, like... It's insane.
1: They're like... <laughs> Super neutron stars yeah they're, like... they're
0: they're just way more magnetic, a hundred thousand times brighter than our sun <laughs> once again, that number can't it it, it tells
1: a story, and it 's a story that i can 't believe can't. it's just insane i can't
0: yeah, yeah, uh yeah, extremely bright, extremely magnetic, just like members of the flock, oh. now, I know. Now, Castro Torado said a key word there erupting. Yeah. 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 Magnetars are notorious for flaring up and shooting out energy with absolutely no warning. Good. Great. That's <laughs> and, fun. And whatever episodes they have, they are colossal and super, super brief at the same time. Oh. Like the one we're about to talk about. Okay. Let's get into it. So, yes. everyone imagine our earth you got it okay point to it and now please move your finger 13 million light years away to the sculptor galaxy
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to point and i just don't know when to stop my finger
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, i can't help you uh it's a fellow spiral galaxy and it's home to the magnetar grb Two zero zero one right <laughs> Or as Victor regular Reglero, Victor, Doctor Victor, Director of <laughs> University of Valencia's Image Processing Laboratory, or as Victor calls it, quote a true cosmic monster. I was hoping we
1: would have a, a more fun name than a bunch mm. of numbers and yeah. letters,
0: and I got it. Got it. Cosmic monster. Yeah. That's why you were right. It is a bull in space. There you go. <gasps> I nailed
1: it. <laughs> well I on. nailed it. That's why they call me doctor. It's not bad. a doctor. <laughs> uh,
0: on April 15th, 2020, uh, the atmosphere. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Atmosphere Space Interactions Monitor Instrument, or ASIM, on the International Space Station detected a flare from that magnetar, which was. Unimagined, so Unimaginably unimaginably violent, yet brief. Oh, my a, God. Just a tenth of a second long. Oh. And get this. It took physicists more than a year to dissect all the information received in that tenth of a second. Wilds. I know. Wilds. Yeah. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what they discovered. Nothing would make me happier. Okay. Quote, the
1: scientists found that the distant magnetar released as much energy as our sun produces in a hundred thousand years. Yep. <laughs> and it did so in just one tenth of a second or, okay. Or the energy output of a billion suns. Uh, end quote from LiveScience.com. dot mm-hmm. I, I just,
0: yep, it's blowing. It's I, I blowing my mind. Yeah. in one tenth of a second, yeah. it's just wild. Yeah, and just to put that amount of time into perspective, it takes us about a tenth of a second to blink. Yeah. So everyone, blink. You just farted a billion suns. <laughs> I mean, S- that's, that's,
1: it's crazy that this can happen. Yeah. In the universe and. I didn't know.
0: Yeah. There's so much happening. Yeah. I can't. Did this cause COVID? <laughs> D-
1: Let's not start no, a conspiracy. No, uh, don't don't start that no, Reddit thread. Son of a bitch. Put down
0: the computer. Um
1: But yeah. like, yeah, I didn't feel anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, we were busy. We <laughs> were <laughs> so, busy. We
1: were really busy. So,
0: how in the hell? How in the holy hell can something like this be produced in that short amount of time? Yeah. All right. Well, drum roll please. Okay. We're not sure. Great. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Well, we're not sure because the eruptions are so damn brief, we can't get a good picture of it. Okay. Uh, but there is a theory. Okay. From the, Ruvid, uh, from the RUVID.org article, that's R-U-V-I-D.org, the article capt- uh, called Captured High Frequency Oscillations in the Gigantic Eruption of a Neutron Star. Wow! We <laughs> a title. Quote, the scientific community thinks that eruptions in magnetars may be due to instabilities in their magnetosphere, or in other words, due to a kind of earthquake produced in their crust. Oh. A rigid and elastic layer about a half mile thick. Ah. Regardless of the trigger, waves created in the star's magnetosphere interact with each other, dissipating energy, explains Alberto J. Castro Tirado. End quote. So, my friends, just when you thought earthquakes were scary. There are starquakes releasing more energy than our sun ever could. Yeah. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I know. This broke me. Yes. Yes. I <laughs> I'm sorry. This has broken me. <laughs> I know. I just I, I, I yeah. I, can't. I I
1: feel like this is like something that would happen like in a Marvel yeah universe. Yeah. Like this is something Thanos would do. I can't believe how often I bring up Thanos. <laughs> From this Marvel. Is, I'm not least... even a fan. I mean, I enjoy the films. Uh, they make us cry. Uh, but I'm not like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like a, I've only seen like three or four, and there's like 20,000. Yeah. But yeah, every time a space thing happens, I'm like, it's Thanos.
0: Wow. Thanos did this. I, f- I feel like this magnetar, that little fart would have destroyed Thanos, though. Where was it? Why didn't one <laughs> of
1: us think about this? If Jill and I can find the answer, why didn't Captain Whatever? Is it Captain America? Iron Man. (laughs) Captain Iron Man. Smart. (laughs) Captain Iron Man. Where were you?
0: All right. Well, we're going to take a break. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And after the break, uh, we're back on Earth but we're going to Antarctica. Of course we yeah. are. So please stay tuned. Please. I'm going to I'm going to calm down Dr. Riley here. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get a snack. Okay.
0: <laughs> stay tuned. Please do.
2: Hey. Hello everyone. Stuck, who you here.
0: And I'm Gabby.
2: And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. There are really many reasons to listen to our podcast, Big Picture Science. It's kind of a challenge to summarize them all, Molly.
0: Okay, here's a reason to listen to our show, Big Picture Science, because you love to be surprised by science news. We love to be surprised by science news. So, for instance, I learned on our own show that I had been driving around with precious metals in my truck Before it was stolen.
2: That was brought up in our show about precious metals and also rare metals, like most of the things in your catalytic converter. I was surprised to learn that we may begin naming heat waves like we do hurricanes. You know, prepare yourself for heat wave Lucifer.
0: I don't think I can prepare myself
2: for that. Look, we like surprising our listeners, we like surprising ourselves by reporting new developments in science and while asking the big picture questions about why they matter and how they will affect our lives today and in the future. Well, we
0: can't affect lives in the past, right?
2: No, I I guess that's a point. (laughs) So the podcast is called Big Picture Science and you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.
0: We are the hosts. Seth is a scientist, I'm a science journalist, and we talk to people smarter than us. We hope you'll take a listen. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting and I am absolutely thrilled The other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And I hope you brought a coat always and some gloves okay maybe not and a hat would be nice i don't have any anymore i lost them all (laughs) (laughs) because we're standing on a big old slab of ice aka an ice shelf about 1.6 million square kilometers in size yeah i'm not ready for this (laughs) (laughs) i'm so unprepared of course this means we're in antarctica and it just so happens to be 2018. Oh. Uh, we're with a team of researchers from the alfred wegener institute and the Helmholtz <laughs> center for polar and marine research of germany and boy howdy they've got plans i believe you yeah they're using nothing but a jet of hot water They dug two holes through this massive ice shelf, each 650 feet deep. Holy shit. I know, my friends. Just for perspective, that's a bit taller than the Space Needle in Seattle. That's how deep they dug these motherfucking holes. Oh my god. Those are
1: some deep holes. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, I really want to make a butt joke, but I won't.
0: (laughs) It's okay. We we get the idea. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, if you want to know where exactly this is taking place in Antarctica, uh, please picture South America. You got it. Point to the very southern tip. Okay. Now move your finger further south, southeast, until you hit Antarctica's coastline. And here, my friends, is the Eksthrom ice shelf. Ooh. Uh, I just wanted to say extrom because there's an umlaut over the O, and who doesn't love a good umlaut? I love an umlaut. Yeah. Extrom. Ooh. Um- Extrum,
1: extrum, extrum. I actually don't know how to pronounce an umlaut. If you, if our listeners are really good at pronouncing this, uh, leave us a...
0: Leave us a voicemail. Voicemail. <laughs> 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 um, okay, now I also know what you're thinking. <laughs> Why the hell are we basically at the end of the world? Yeah, what, what are we doing? What could we possibly find here, especially this far deep in a solid block of ice? Well, if you thought... I bet they found 77 new species of animals. You're right. I didn't, um, but I'm glad (laughs) they did. (laughs) Uh, These included new species of sword-shaped bryozoans and serpalid worms. Serpalids. Surplid, yeah. And if you're wondering what the hell those are, well, without any details, Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you Please what these are.
1: Please do. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I hear the word worm, so I'm guessing. Wormish? Wormish.
0: Wormish. Yeah. But bry- bryozoans, yeah. No well, idea. I'm going to show you a photo. Uh, all photos we talk about today uh, will be on our Instagram, Twitter, social media stuff. So please come on by and take a look at these animals. But Dr. Marissa, please describe what you see. And if you saw these in person, would you think they were animals? Take, take a look at this. I would love to look at them. Yeah, I don't think these look like animals
1: to me at all. <laughs> um, I think these look like rocks. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like a rock collection. Um, it kind of looks like, you know what it looks like? Yeah. So I'm looking at like a... Uh, a bunch of different looking rocks and uh, they're not rocks sorry uh things and then um but they kind of look like dried coral reef yeah yeah. a lot exactly they're each different some are kind of like porous some are kind of like tube shaped some Mm -hmm. are like um like uh what is the word um like a coin pancake shape Mm -hmm. um most of them have little holes in them yeah porous and then some are kind of an orangey color, some are kind of a gray color. But at the end of the day, these really look like rocks or fossils. There you or, go. Or uh, dried up. Um, uh, I just have no brain cells left after the <laughs> tequila I had last night. Um, I just said it not three seconds ago.
0: Coral. Coral. Hey. That's it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> still here y'all <laughs> fucking nailed it okay so what are these little beings exactly found 650 feet down in a block of ice well according to tom hale of life quote bryozoa commonly known as moss animals oh <laughs> it's so cute are a phylum of simple invertebrate animals that live in aquatic environments. Oh. Typically no longer or larger than a millimeter, these animals often consist of tough exoskeletons similar to those of coral oh. with a bunch of hair-like tentacles used to filter feed. Serpulid worms are similar stationary suspension feeders. End quote. So there you go. They
1: sound kind of cute. They do. It's a little fuzzy sea things. <laughs> That's right. There you go. Do you like my very do you doctor- like my scientific uh,
0: word, fuzzy sea things? Fuzzy sea things. I mean, why not? Why not? It's very Dr. Seussian. I love yeah. it. So we know who they are, but I know what else you must be asking, and you're not alone. Uh, lead author of this study, Dr. David Barnes, a marine biologist at the British Antarctic Survey, or BAS, thought the same thing. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what that question is and what conclusion the researcher came up with.
1: I would love to talk about this. All right. According to the BAS press release titled Abundance of Life Discovered Beneath an Arctic Ice Shelf, quote, it's amazing that we found evidence of so many animal types, most of which usually feed on microalgae, yet no plants or algae can live in this environment. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the big question here is. How do these animals survive and flourish here? Uh, The team concludes, there must be enough algae carried under the ice shelf from open water to fuel a strong food web. Microscopy of samples showed that surprisingly, annual growth of four of the species was comparable with similar animals in open marine Arctic shelf habits, end quote
0: habitats yeah
1: habitats sorry uh so shit is floating over there yeah to feed them exactly i oh mean my God. they're living
0: the life i mean basically they they just chill and wait for the algae to come to them i that is <laughs> what, i i love that that I is know. what i do yeah
1: it's like with seamless exactly you order if, food you order food yeah I, I, yeah i was about to explain seamless yeah. but i was like i think our listeners are smart enough to know what food ordering is <laughs> um that's exactly what they do i just lie in bed and i wait for
0: food to with your mouth with with your mouth open. with my mouth open (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is amazing uh so yeah they're just chilling waiting for the algae to come to them uh algae rolling in from an ocean kilometers away and it looks like these creatures have been sitting here waiting and thriving for thousands of years i get it Um, co-author dr gerhard kun who coordinated the drilling project, says, quote, Another surprise was to find out how long life has existed here. Oh Carbon dating of dead fragments of the seafloor animals varied from current day to 5,800 years ago. Hot damn. I know. That's a long time. So despite living nearly two to five miles from the nearest open water, an oasis of life may have existed continuously for nearly 6,000 years under the ice, ice shelf. You know, quote. even though it's so
1: cold... That sounds like a really nice life to just (laughs) be somewhere nice and chill Mm -hmm. and not do anything and your food just flies into
0: your mouth. It's amazing. I am so impressed with these little guys. Yeah, they they figured it out. They have nailed life. Yeah, they're like away from everyone. I just don't, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah.
1: They're not worrying about a a plague right now. No, they're fine. They aren't worrying about anything.
0: (laughs) This is amazing. Fucking incredible. I love them. Uh, needless to say, this smorgasbord of life blew researchers away because their previous theories about the ice shelf were the opposite. They thought that there's less life the farther down you go, which doesn't seem to be the case. Mm. Uh, if this podcast has taught us anything, it's that holes have surprises. They really do. <laughs> they really do y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be anywhere near them when researchers dig them up. Nope. The end. <laughs> so. The
1: end. Holes. <laughs> If we ever had to change the name of this
0: podcast, it would be to
1: Holes. Holes and what's inside of them.
0: (laughs) With Jill Chacha and Dr. Riley. There you go. (laughs) Not a doctor. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for subscribing, rating, listening, telling your friends about holes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Y'all are awesome. Y'all are awesome. Spread the word.
0: Spread the word about the the fart with the energy of a billion suns. Please tell them about it.
1: They need to know. They do. And they need to know
0: about the holes
1: full of uh, creatures living their best lives. Oh, incredible. incredible. Just amazing.
0: And thank you. And please, stay interesting. Oh, please do.